Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Welcome in to Mox on the Mic. Chris Goforth back with you again for another week and glad to be talking Mox athletics. We'll uh, we'll talk a little tennis this week. Women's tennis coach Chad Camper is going to join us first. We'll then uh, be followed with men's tennis coach Chuck Mersbacher. Looking forward to talking with both of those guys and glad to be with you again for another week. If you haven't already, make sure you mash that subscribe button. Subscribe, rate, and review Mox on the Mic. It helps us be able to find Mox fans and it helps Mox fans be able to find us as well. So Mox on the Mic available wherever you download your podcast from. Make sure you make it a part of your day. Make us your first listen every Thursday when it comes out. Women's tennis coach Chad Camper is up first this week on Mox on the Mic. Let's start, if you can, give us a little bit of a uh, kind of a review of, of how the season went for you guys. Yes. So, so far we're 2-0, and I and mean, we came out pretty strong uh, right off the bat, which is nice, you know, with kids coming back to campus and only really having a week to train. You never know what was going to happen, but they came back ready, and that's what a coach wants to see. So you talk about being two and zero now. Just kind of take us through these these first two and and who stood out for you. Yeah, well, we were able our first match to beat uh, UNC Asheville at their place, and uh, we it was kind of interesting. We we played doubles, lost the doubles point, but played really well, which is kind of weird. Usually, you you know, play well, you lose, right? And you play well, you win, and and but we just stayed at it in singles and. It came down to our freshman, uh, uh, Pippa Bossman, and at the sixth spot, and she clinched. And and man, that's why I do what I do for a living is being able to see them girls <laughs> run out there and excited that you know that Pippa's first match, uh, she ends up winning it for the team. And some people go their whole career and never get that opportunity, let alone their first match. But she did outstanding, and then we were able to beat uh, Western Kentucky at Western Kentucky, and uh, girl, I mean, they all played well, and we won the doubles point and. Jesse Young won in a battle at the two spot uh, in three sets, and Pippa Bossman yet did it again. And but really, Caroline Gibbons she won six two six two, and to help us get up two zero. So really, it's taken all eight women this year to get it done, and and it's very competitive with a great group of girls, and and this is a team that when it comes together can really achieve great things. You guys had a window in September and October where you were able to play some some competitive tennis. What did you learn about your team during that stretch? You know, we had lost, you know, Emma Van E graduated from, from the program. So so that was a huge, you know, hole to fill going in the fall and seeing people try to step up and, and maybe try to replace that role in doubles. And that's what I was really looking for. And and some things came together and, and some things not so much, but uh it's just every you know, every team has a different feel. Every season's got a different feel. So I think this this team's uh you know really united this year and, and in the fall you got to see some of that come together and it really gave an opportunity to some of the new girls. Lucia Garregas from from Spain is a transfer, and she came in, and, and she's just getting better every day. She was probably my most improved player in the fall. Is it safe to say, has she been the biggest surprise for you? Yeah, in the fall, because even though she's an academic senior, like uh, Lucia um, you know, did, didn't play a lot at her previous school, so I, I wasn't real sure how she was going to improve. And you know, when someone transfers in the program, it takes them a little while to get going, and because every coach is different, every practice is different, and but she really was probably my most improved player in the fall for sure. 
Now we talk a little bit about this schedule going, going forward for you guys. Uh, this is one that is, it's a pretty competitive schedule, but it's one that I think is, is a manageable schedule as well. Talk about uh, what's coming up for you guys over the next, uh, next several weeks. Yeah, it's always quite a balance in scheduling. I actually schedule my season well ahead because I'm very you know, methodical what I you know what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to play all my players. I'm trying to give everyone opportunity, but yet competitive to to continue to improve and to you know to be ready for the SoCon. But uh, yeah, coming up, we play Lee University Sunday. It was one of the you know top you know Division two programs you know in the country and. They're always solid. And then next week we play uh, Middle Tennessee State at Middle. So that's always a battle. goes one way or the other. And that team just makes us better. I think they're sharp in some ways that, that we really need in doubles. And, and they're a very, very deep team. And, and we saw them in the fall. And it's just a good match where both programs make each other better. So it'll be interesting to see in two weeks where we stand. You guys always have at least one uh, one trip to a, to a power five program this year, it's going to be Clemson coming up in March, a, a little bit about that and kind of how that, uh, that came about. Yeah. I mean, scheduling power five, it, was, it depends. Last year we were able to actually host Georgia tech, which was, which was great. And, and this year we're going to Clemson. I mean, that's not until March. So I know we have a lot of tennis to play between now and then, uh, uh, but yeah, that's just, for me, it's a good eye opening to let the players know that's what the top level looks like. And, and in some ways you, it appears as if it's far from your grasp, but it really isn't like once you get in there and you realize that those players are definitely very good young ladies, very good tennis players, but there's difference between you and them can be quite small. It really is the little things. And I'm always I always enjoy that learning opportunity for the girls and great things have happened. I mean, historically, we won the doubles team or doubles point off SEC programs. We've got nationally ranked by beating some of those kind of players. So some magical things can happen on the right day. Talk a little bit about the conference now. What do you expect coming up with uh, within conference play? You know, this is my seventh year, and every year I line up excited about my program, excited about the team, and then I look. I try not to look around because I sleep better at night. But when I do, every program keeps improving, and I'm just I'm so amazed that every SoCon team is better than the year before, the year before, and, and us included. And we have some great coaches in the SoCon. I mean, uh, Furman's always the tough team to beat. Uh, ETSU is probably the strongest I've ever seen them, and uh, we're very strong. Western Carolina's got six freshmen, so that'll be interesting to see what they come about. Walford's she's probably one of the best coaches I know. She always gets those girls ready. So, SoCon's tough. It's it's there's no nothing easy in the SoCon, but I there's a lot of tennis between now and then. We've had this conversation before, but a little bit about the competition that you create in practice to determine who gets to go on match day. I'm glad you asked me that question. This is my 13th year of coaching. This is one of the hardest uh, lineups to make. And me and my assistant coach, Caitlin Mersbacher, are always talking about the lineup and trying to figure things out. And it's competitive. I really have pretty much six girls that can all play one through six and trying to find out that right equation. And, uh, you know, it's it, it's tough to, to kind of figure that. And it's competitive. You know, you're a team, you're rooting for each other, but yet there's this at practice, they're trying to, you know, one up each other quite a bit. It's quite a balance that I'm always trying to pursue. Tell us about some of those battles in practice. Like, mm -hmm. like who makes your job difficult <laughs> to, to try to decide, you know, yeah. I got this, I got this. Who do I go with 
Who makes yeah. that job difficult for you? Well, well, some people are just better in matches than in practice. And, and you know, we kind of call them just ballers. You know, they just bring it match day. I think Jesse Young is one of those that plays a lot better in matches than practice. And But Caroline Gibbons is probably the girl that no one wants to play in practice because she's competitive every single point. And that young lady has done an amazing job here at Chattanooga. And, and, you know, she didn't really even start in the lineup her singles year or first year in singles. And she's just done a great job. She's the one that when I think we're doing competitive drills, I think everyone likes to play her, but it just, they, she makes it tough on them, but she does bring out the best in everyone. And she's a big asset to the program. Yeah. You, you brought her in from Iowa state. Uh, uh, yeah. How did she come upon your radar? Did you contact her? Did, did she contact you? How did that come about? Yeah, I mean, the transfer portal, you know, is a life of its own. And, and actually, Annie Tarwater, who's from uh, that kind of that area who graduated a few years back, she knew of Caroline Gibbons and spoke highly. And, um, you know, tennis is a small-knit community. You kind of hear the good and the bad and the ugly. And, and I heard good things about Caroline Gibbons. But really, credit to her. I mean, she's very coachable. She's very hardworking. She doesn't really have an off day. And that's really saying something in the sport. I mean, even if she's – not playing her greatest tennis she finds a way to compete and um she's she's just a leader on the court in doubles and singles i can kind of put her anywhere at any time and, and she's she's done great so you've got an interesting group from the standpoint of of you have some international kids you've got some kids that are from here in the states you've got some transfers um that have came in from from other colleges you've got some some girls that came straight from high school how difficult is it to kind of meld all of that together? Yeah, that that's a great question. You know, I try to keep about half American, half international kids, and which is you know pretty much our roster this year. And yeah, it's quite you know the transfer portal has really changed you know all of our recruiting, all our sports, and um, yeah, it's constantly really getting to know uh, what their needs are and, and and seeing things from their perspective obviously i'm an american so that's a little easier with american kids but trying with the international seeing what makes them tick and and keeping them around each other it's funny when they're in the van how much they learn about each other and and cheering for each other and stuff so i think that would be one of the not only about challenges but i have also a very older group of girls this year i have an older team so the maturity is pretty high i think pippa boston my lone freshman but she is the sister of coco bossman so uh, I think the maturity kicks in when it comes to like getting along with everyone and stuff. Yeah. I, I did want to ask you about that because this is an older group of, of girls that you have, you have assembled, uh, on this team. You don't have, uh, you're, you're really an experienced team. Is that a positive? Have you seen the impact of that through these first two matches? Yeah, you're asking great questions today. Cause like there's a positives of, of being an older team though. Yeah. They've been there before. Um, you know, their experience when it comes down to the big points. I think, though, there's something about being a very young team that there's a lot of hunger there. There's a lot, little, so I feel like when the older girls, like, I have to keep throwing in different things to keep, you know, keep things spicy in practice and, and keep things exciting because this is their fourth year or even their fifth year and, and stuff. But I, I think that's the beauty of bringing in new players, though, is there's always an excitement. I, I mean, both Pippa and Coco Bossman are, are fun young ladies to be around and, and there's always an amount of silliness on the road trips, which I think keeps keeps everyone having a really, really good time. Caroline is your only senior, right? So we talk about an experienced group, but it's also a group that 
you're poised to come back and maybe be even older next year, right? Yeah, Caroline Gibbons is actually getting uh, her first year of her MBA right now. She still has next year yet, so she'll she'll because the you know the uh, she had a COVID year and then the um, she had redshirted a year. So yeah, so next year could be even older. I do graduate Jesse Young and Callie Billman this year, um, so we'll be bringing in some new players. But uh, it's hard to believe it's already been those four years. Those those girls feel like they just got here, but. Yeah, but there is a good thing about having some older players around, and then but there is something about the you know, the new freshmen that come in. There's such a zeal coming in their first year. Yeah, talk a little bit about Jesse and just her maturation since she's been here. I feel like you and I have been talking about her uh, since the day she stepped on campus yeah. here. Yeah, she's an impressive young lady, even off the court. She does well academically and. And she's a sweet kid. And, uh, you know, I know in matches she loves her team and, and she's very coachable in matches, which is important, especially listening to Caitlin, my assistant, or I. And, um, but she's, when she's bringing it, though, she's the best player in the facility. And that's just like even the other day, we played Western Kentucky and, uh, man, she was in a battle and then she just broke out in the third set. And when that forehand's hot, man, like everyone's in trouble. So she's to see her graduate this year. I mean, she's definitely helped build the program here here at UTC and, and and the program will definitely miss her. Coach, appreciate the time as always. I know we'll catch up with you again as we uh as we go through the season and um you know maybe we can get a chance to to catch up before the uh, conference tournament. But always appreciate the time. Great. Well thank you thank you so much. Appreciate Coach Camper giving us a little bit of time. Now let's welcome in men's tennis coach Chuck Mersbacher. Well, coach, I appreciate the uh, the time. It's always good. We get a chance to uh, to catch up. I want to before we get to this this current portion of the schedule that you guys are in now. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the fall. Uh, how did that go, and what do you feel like you learned about uh, about your group? Well, if the fall got better, we just talked about that the other day with the team, and just the fall got better and better as we went along, um, and the young guys got. Uh, more experienced and played better throughout as the fall went on. And then uh, our older guys had really good tournaments and they played really well. Um, uh, you know, I was just super impressed with everybody's progress in the, in the fall. And that's what we use that for. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about the spring portion of the schedule. Now, obviously, you guys start with a tough one uh, against Alabama on um, uh, on Sunday. But uh, looking ahead, you've you've got uh, a lot of competitive matches, and it looks like a a lot of programs you guys should match up pretty well with. Talk a little bit about this schedule between now and and when you open up Southern Conference play. Yeah, you know we we played Alabama uh, Sunday and and. Although the match was 7-0, we had three three-setters and the singles guys played pretty well. I mean, for the first match and, and you know, I told them maybe a month from now that, that we tighten that match up a little bit. But um, really, yeah, from, from there on, we've got uh, a, a tough little schedule that we've put together. We have Gardner-Webb this weekend and, um, you know, then we follow that by Lipscomb, Belmont, Asheville, just a bunch of schools like that that um, we do match up well with and, and, uh, there'll be good matches, tight matches. And, um, but, uh, yeah, I, I feel good of the progress that we've made. A lot of guys are stepping up but the guys that are, that I need to step up are, they look really good and the young guys are playing well. So, um, yeah, this is the fun part for me. It's just, you play and you, 
Um, and then you talk about the things you need to work on and then you work on them and you get back at it. So this is the fun part. Talked about it with coach camper, uh, a few minutes ago, uh, a little bit about the competition you create and practice every week to determine who the guys are that you send out there. Yeah. You know, I, I really, I tell the guys, you know, work, play hard and work hard against each other. I think, uh, you know, in tennis, it's, uh, when you know someone's game, uh, you can, um, you know, it's, I don't know if it tells you everything. Cause I, I have guys that know the other guys games and they can do well. And then, then, uh, uh, but when we match up, you know, I think uh, against other teams, uh, you know, it's really kind of up to me to decide really, um, how our lineup should be, but they compete in all the drills and all the matches and the things that we do, um, just to improve each other. But I think, you know, when it comes to it, if a guy's, um, having a good, good results, he's just going to be, you know, um, where he needs to be really, it's going to be how they do against others. Um, and, uh, but, uh, you know, they compete really hard against each other and that's, that's what you want. It's the only way to get better. You're not going to see uh, the start of Southern Conference play till the uh, the the middle or so of of March. But based on what you know uh, from these uh, from these schools, give us a little bit of a preview of the uh, uh, of the conference. I mean, ETSU um, has just been that team that's been really everybody's chasing. Um, it'll still be that way. We probably played them the best of any school in the conference last year. We lost a tough one to them at their place five, two. And then we lost to them in the semis of the SOCON uh, and them and Furman that have been, you know, in the top two really um, for really the last five to 10 years. So, you know, we, we got to chase those after that. We're almost all the schools are about the same and uh, you know, it'll be good matches, tight matches. Uh, does it, 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 I think uh, you go in a conference play and, um, as one of my players says, it gets spicy, you know, it's just good stuff. And everybody's about the same. You got three freshmen on this roster. Let's talk about some of the individual performances now. And I want to start with those three freshmen who stood out to you out of that group and, and, uh, give us your, your thoughts on the, on the progress you've seen from them. Um, Christoph, uh, uh, Kinsis is, uh, you know, the number two player out of Hungary, a good player. Um, he's still still a little green right now, um, but he's he's got a load of talent. He's playing second doubles. He's playing uh, five and six in singles, and I think he's he really he really could be special. Um, uh, Cortland Grove, a uh, guy from Sewanee, uh, Georgia, and he he has really gotten better and better as as uh, the season has gone on. He had a good ended on the fall. He won a tournament in the fall um, in his flight, and he did a great job. And he's got a lot of a lot of talent um and uh and and we have a guy that's not a freshman but he's a sophomore he transferred in from Marist um and Gabriel uh Castillo Sanchez and he's I, you know I almost consider him you know he's a new guy at least and he's he's really going to help us he's going to play like two or three for us and he's he's playing pretty well so those those are really the guys that we um are counting on the new guys to to, to bolster the lineup. I feel like we've talked about Peyton Gaddy and, and Karim for, well, pretty much since we started this podcast, it feels yeah. like, but 
uh, a little bit about those two guys. Uh, they've obviously been through the battles with you uh, in the past, but but what are you seeing from them uh, so far uh, this season? Well, I'm counting on those guys. I I think uh, you know at number at number one, uh, Kareem lost in three sets to the Alabama player. Play great. He's really ready to take the top spot this year. He's like you said, he's been through the wars. He's just been there for you. you can count on the guy um, in doubles and singles. He's just um, he embraces the competition. And Peyton, I would say, um, is just really grown this year, especially he's won all. You know, he's he lost in three sets to Alabama, but he's been winning a a lot of his tight matches and closing the case on on all these matches that he's playing. I'm just you know super impressed with him. He it's probably like I said before, he's one of the better athletes I've ever coached and plays just athletic doubles and athletic singles. And he's starting to be um, a better tennis player based on, you know, he's a very good athlete, but he's really starting to really figure the game out and uh, and take advantage of the things that he can do on the court athletically. So, um, yeah, those guys are mainstay guys for us. And a guy named, a guy named uh, a senior Simon LeBay from Canada's, um, playing right now at the two spot and he's he's playing the best of his life he's really hitting it good so um i like i like our depth i like our old guys you know really uh, the core really help us what needs to happen for you guys to have success what do you see as as being the key to this this season i think always we want to get that doubles point i think that's important you get that one zero lead and uh, then you get, you know, you think that if you have a strong enough lineup from one to six that you can at least split the singles and um, with anybody on our schedule. So you're, you're, you know, it's it's not that you can't win if you don't get the doubles point, but just getting four out of six is a little bit tougher. So, um, you know, I think that we want to keep our doubles going and we got all new teams. So um, they're going to need to grow a little bit and we're going to need to, um, you know, figure out our best lineup for doubles and our best um, combinations. But, you know, I think we will get there. It's just that, that um, it's with all new teams. You just, everybody's trying to adjust and get better and know what the other guy's going to do. Um, and, and I think that's, that's kind of my job and working on that. So. Is, is that kind of the, is that kind of your biggest concern? The idea that you do have so many, there there's there's so much new to this um i think yeah just i think that's the most guys got to get used to each other i think that's the key because it's you know it's one set no ad it goes pretty fast so you just really need to know what the other guy's gonna do i think my best teams are that through the years have been uh that they're just they they really uh find a groove um and know what the other guy's gonna do i think our Right now, um, at number two doubles, we've got Kareem with uh, Christoph, and Kareem is really leading him and helping him, and they're gelling pretty well. And, uh, you know, Peyton Gotti's been one of our best doubles players in the SoCon, and he and Simon are getting better with every match. So, you know, I think uh, we'll put together a three-team. We've got some guys that can play. I've been playing pretty well. Just, um, you know, we just need the matches, to be honest. It's Well, by the time SoCon comes around, I feel like we'll have – a pretty steady group of guys. Um, we have one guy that's out that that plays doubles for us and singles is Jordan McClure. He's a local guy out of um, 
Tunnel Hill, Georgia. And he's just out maybe for uh, a couple of weeks here. Just uh, he's got a, an, an elbow he's working on trying to get heal up, but he could really, really impact. He's a veteran, you know, he's a junior. So I think, uh, you know, Jordan in the doubles, you know, really probably solidifies three teams. Coach, appreciate the time as always. And we'll, uh, we'll catch up with you again soon. Th thanks, Chris. Appreciate you very much. Always fun when we get to visit with the men's and the women's tennis coaches. Appreciate Coach Camper, Coach Mersbacher giving us a little bit of time and best of luck to both the ladies and the men as uh, they work through this season and, uh, and head towards conference play. And we'll be talking more about it here on Mox on the Mic. Thanks to our producer, Tate Johnson, for putting this all together and making it all happen. And especially thanks to you for listening each and every week. This has been Mox on the Mic. Until next time, so long and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.